everyone, welcome back to Road Raps. My name is Kolo. I'm Jamila. And today we're rapping with Stephanie Prosser, who is a muralist, business owner, and founder of nonprofit organization Palliative Purpose. She contributes in a very unique and creative way to the Abilene community, so we're looking forward to talking with her. Oh, yeah, got it right. You did. Reflect on how people have challenged themselves this past week. Just as a heads up, we are being recorded. Just want to make sure you know. <laughs> I mean, I'm probably gonna call you, gonna, buddy. You're not gonna know who's talking. <laughs> and I think that's how we wanted to start with an artist because when you're an artist, I feel like I've been thinking about this a lot how you have to, like, you have to get over your fear of being, like, not get over it, but fight it consciously of being rejected or not doing well or flopping. And so it's like when you're an artist, you have to, like, try new things every day and you have to be like this is gonna be great come along y'all and then you'll just see when you get there and so we're like let's start with somebody who kind of does that in you know <laughs> so i don't know how factual that is because i'm not an artist but <laughs> no you're you're seriously spot on it's i don't know it's funny because it's like for me as an artist for the longest time i didn't really know um I didn't really know what all I could do with that. Like, I knew what I was good at, but I didn't know what all I could do with my art. So it takes, you know, that creativity and finding things that are out there, finding inspirations in different um, areas, and then tying, I think, tying art into it. But it's always new. <laughs> like, always new. Anything you're doing, I mean, even in art, you don't stay stagnant. You're trying stuff, you're experimenting. Like, your art itself changes while you're creating it and so it's you're kind of always having to deal with change (laughs) and you're always having to kind of reinvent yourself because even as an artist you might think you know I'm this certain way Mm -hmm. but then you're exposed to something or you see something that you want to try and it just opens up a whole new world for you Mm -hmm. but it's that taking that step out and getting over all of the like naysaying that Mm -hmm. artists do we convince ourselves not to do stuff pretty quickly (laughs) and it's because our ideas are so big Mm. a lot of the time wow and it's you know and you're you are putting yourself out there you're Mm -hmm. putting yourself out there to people and saying you know I want you to understand me and I want you to like me, and I want you to like what I do, and I want you to be a part of it. Mm. I mean, it's like starting a relationship with somebody. (laughs) You're, like, throwing yourself out there. And, yeah, there's rejection, um, but there's also, you know, just questioning your own skill and questioning your own talents. Um, Mm. You're being put to the test, like, a lot, and you better be one of those people that's putting yourself to the test. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That's true. The quote I think about, do something that do something every day that scares you. you yeah. Know? If you're living in your comfort zone, you're probably not reaching your full potential or even challenging yourself to do those things. So. Oh yeah, you gotta yeah. you gotta know. Um, it's a part of growing. Mm-hmm. Like the best part of life is getting to know yourself and getting to experience things. And you know, if you don't do the scary things, you don't know your potential. You don't know what you have inside you. Man. That's a word. Because this week, another thing that's been coming up a lot in the media is, you know, Childish Gambino or D- Donald Glover, and people are like, he's a triple threat, he does all these things. And it's like, 
people are surprised that artists can be more than one thing. Right. You know, so it's kind of like, no, we know him as an actor, and that's all he does. And he's like, now I'm going to make music, I'm going to write scripts, I'm going to dance, <laughs> you know. And it's just interesting to, to watch people go through this process of reinventing. And they're, maybe they're not reinventing, we're reinventing how we think about art. Right. I think maybe. And artists in general. I think a lot of, especially people who aren't in the art field, mm-hmm. they don't know what being an artist incorporates. Yeah. You know, you see the magic of mm-hmm. the art, mm-hmm. but you don't necessarily see what goes behind it and what's all involved and what's, mm-hmm. um, you know, you really have to get to know an artist to know, you know, where things are coming from. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's... As artists, I would expect you to have to go into all types of things. I mean, art is based on creativity. Mm-hmm. Creativity is everywhere. Mm-hmm. You can be creative anytime with anything. And so it's like, why would you not, why would you box yourself into just doing one thing? And I think there's something to be said for that, for doing one thing and learning it and learning yeah. skill and gaining and doing something well. Mm-hmm. But don't just stay you know stay in one spot you got to see where things can fit and that's kind of the basis of palette of purpose inc is i want to be i wanted to create a platform um, for artists to be able to see their skills and learn their talents and encourage each other and connect with the community but i want them to see that their art can go into so many different places Mm -hmm. than just where they think you you talked for a moment about reinventing and um, just being able to say hey this is where I am in my art right now and I think you've described your work as uh, whimsical Mm -hmm. playful kind of art um, animated in that way so was there a time where your art looked a little different and you were having to change that yes 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 um as an, I think as a young artist, and I'm, I don't want to speak for every artist and every budding artist, but I see it a lot, is younger people look at, you know, we look at the greats and we mm-hmm. look at a lot of, you know, realism and um, even photorealism. And um, for me as a younger person, that's what I thought, you know, being a made artist, like somebody who's an artist, mm-hmm. um, as far as painting and drawing and stuff like that goes, uh, is somebody who can basically see something and exactly, you know, get it onto a canvas or onto paper. Mm-hmm. And that is not me. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> right. As far as my style goes, I can, um, in a sense, but as for me and for my art, and my art is very much about me, um, and I do it out of a passion of something that I love. Mm-hmm. And um, so whimsical, I, I, as a young person I loved comics Mm -hmm. and I loved cartooning I loved just everything about it and so that's kind of what I dove into was just looking at and it's like old school stuff (laughs) Calvin and Hobbes I'm gonna date myself myself. and it's not like way you know like crazy um uh exciting or whatever but it's kind of like good old like Garfield and Farside and all of those kind of like old comic strippy type things and um, man, I just dug it because mm-hmm. I think cartoons, and I still, as an adult, that's like watch a ton. <laughs> cartoons were great, right? I was yes. watching cartoons after, and my mother was like, "What? Like, what are you doing?" I was I'll like, tell "This you, is I great." I purchased Hey Arnold because that's I yeah. enjoyed Hey Arnold. You did? I did. I purchased Hey Arnold one season and just watched it on YouTube. That's for hilarious. Days. <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff. It's good. 
And it's cool to me because um, what I like about animation in general is it ties in so many different artistic elements and just um, I also lean kind of more towards design so I like really simple stuff as well. Um, so I really like that cartoons can be really simple. I mean they can be a stick figure drawing and you can still like get a powerful message from that. So you talked uh, for a moment about palette and purpose mm -hmm. and kind of your, your mission and your vision behind it. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, well, um, for me as an artist, I've always, like I said, I've felt that, um, well, let me back up actually. Art for me is something that has kind of always come easy. Mm -hmm. It was, in, I call it a God-given talent. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, just in my faith alone, I feel like for anything that we have, we should try to serve others, mm -hmm. um, no matter what you believe. And um, so for me, just thinking, tying in art, my love for art, my passion for art, and, um, and my heart to want to serve and connect with people uh, is what led me to Poppy. Also, my son, um, Sebastian, he's eight, mm -hmm. he has autism. And uh, when, I, when we got the diagnosis, I actually started volunteering at local nonprofits in Abilene just to kind of, um, one, help my family because I knew nothing, <laughs> absolutely nothing about autism. My son was the first baby I ever held. I really didn't know anything about kids. <laughs> um, but just having that experience working with nonprofits and seeing people come together and seeing people passionate about our community and passionate about people and joining together with their skills and their talents to um, connect and serve and serve in a good way, a way that's going to be impactful and a way that's going to change people's lives. Right. So yeah, it's funny because the mural project was one of our like first projects. We just dove right into the big stuff. Yeah. Um, so what exactly was the mural project? The mural project, I started out um, with an artist named Kalina Mache, mm -hmm. and uh, she was actually currently doing murals, mm -hmm. and uh, we hooked up and started the Art Bomb Mural Project, um, which focused and centered kind of on downtown. We were on the north side of downtown where the art scene is and things like that, and um, we were kind of testing the waters <laughs> to see um, how Abilene would be receptive to this kind of thing. Um, it's It was a newer, type deal, like a newer type of public art that I think wasn't, um, you know, we've had previous stuff, but this was kind of a, just a concerted effort to be able to do something like that. And um, we didn't know going into it, like I said, how receptive, mm -hmm. we thought the community would be great. We wanted to know if like the city of Abilene and the people around that yeah. and stuff like that, you know, the, yeah. the people that you have to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> and what did you find? No barriers, man. Awesome. Like, wow. really. Awesome. And so that's why I, one thing I can press on the young people in this town, especially, um, you know, the college-age students and people that are going out and starting careers and, and wanting, starting to get to really seriously think about what they want to do. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's rumors in Abilene, the one we talked a little bit earlier for a second, I don't know if it's on here, but Abilene has nothing to do or right. it's boring. Um, well, the same rumors are for, you know, Abilene's not receptive to, um, you know, ideas yeah. and growth and change. Um, and we didn't find that as the case. We went through all the correct channels. Um, we had great support, and we still have great support. Um, 
the art ball mural project lasted for about four murals. And then um, Kalina Mache blew up. <laughs> and so she started doing, you know, other projects around, and I focused more on Abilene, and I wanted to expand the Art Bomb uh, mural project to go to further out than just that downtown. I wanted it to be able to be something that's all-encompassing in the community. Mm -hmm. um, so we continued on, and artists came in. Um, like I said, we've had really, really good reception all the way around. Uh, for not only artists getting involved, but for business partners and partners and sponsorships mm -hmm. uh, coming in to help us do the things that we do. Oh, that's amazing. Fantastic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so one of the other things that you mentioned was your passion for entrepreneurship. And um, we, we know that you are, I don't know if you're the CEO or just the co-founder, because I think you do it with your husband or your partner, um, the... Crosser Productions yeah, and like, Which company? Which <laughs> one are we referring you, to? You? Oh, okay. Well, this is going to be great. Um, so one that was prominent that we like saw kind of uh -huh. um, online was the videography. Um, oh, yeah. And so can you tell us a little bit more sure. about that? Sure. Well, okay. So I um, graduated from Abilene High mm -hmm. back in 2000. And I moved off to Denton and spent some time in the art scene around there. Mm -hmm. And then I moved to Austin and actually kind of switched uh, a little bit of genres and got into film okay. um, and I started I took some classes for uh, television productions and things like that mm -hmm. ultimately moved back to Abilene and when I got back uh, I started working at K-Texas mm -hmm. um, which is where I met my husband <laughs> who had been working there for quite a while and um, we actually ended up leaving K-Texas. We both have a love for film and mm -hmm. for video. We love video production and just being able to um, like capture special moments. Mm -hmm. Like that's really fun and to be a part of stuff like that. So we started this company um, actually called Real Tours. Okay. And we did virtual reality tours oh. of um, all different stuff. We did businesses, we did colleges. We actually took the city of Abilene virtual, virtual for a while with the Convention and Visitors Bureau. Wow. Um, won some kind of award. <laughs> I think so they cool. got like third place in a, oh, some wow. kind of campaign. Um, with our uh, video as a component. I think it was like component to a website or something like that. Um, and we rode that for a while. We did that for a little bit uh, until kind of like technology just overtook yeah. the company. You know, everybody can pull up an app and <laughs> do their stuff. <laughs> so uh, we went straight into video. And we've been doing videography all around Abilene um, for 10 years. Wow. So, and we still do. Okay. Um, so what do you say to people who say that they're not artistic or not creative? A lot of people say I'm not artistic. Mm, that's I hear me. that. So, I say that all like, the time. As an, <laughs> see, as an artist, that's like the first thing I like. It, like I'll introduce my name and then it's like, I'm not artistic. <laughs> like, I have to like, Almost like you want you to know. Yeah, it's like, hey, please, I can't. please don't. <laughs> please don't ask me about anything artsy. <laughs> And so it's like, I never take that answer, and I feel bad because I know I put people on the spot. Like, I can tell I read people pretty good. Um, but I want them to think about it because literally, like, I'll say, uh, everybody, you know, everybody's artsy. Everybody has See, some kind that's of creative. That's what people say. But it's not true. It is. No, you're sitting here with the podcast right now. You have creativity within you. I mean. Interviewing people is a creative process. Hmm. 
that's a word. You better receive that. It's true. Yeah, it's totally that. true. And like, and it always when somebody says that to me, and then I tell them, no, there's there's creativity in you. Then they leak the secrets. Like they really <laughs> do do stuff. I had a gentleman um, who decorated cakes. Oh. And um, he had a, I believe it was like a construction company around here and <laughs> and he was like I'm not creative I don't do anything and then just literally like some silence for a while yeah. and then he was like oh but I do this That's so and then funny. he had pictures on his phone and all kinds oh, of stuff and they were awesome they were so good it was really cool and I was like man that is that's art in itself like yeah. that's I mean it might be a bit of a false sense humility so you're the artist right. everyone else is, is kind of looking at you <laughs> to you know at least yeah. say hey you're artistic before they can say okay maybe you're right I have you know xyz you're like the artistic bit. whisperer <laughs> the dog whisperer like, like, let me call it let it'll come out <laughs> I think I don't know it's just uh People, you don't recognize it, and it is maybe, I like that, you know, false humility, because, and it's funny, like, in coming to an artist, that should be where you feel, like, the least judgmental, like, mm -hmm. we're all judging ourselves to the point to where we don't want to crawl out of the studio, <laughs> like, you'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, one thing I also saw just in reading the way you create and um, just the passion you have for create, creating you kind of throw your whole body into it, from from what I was understanding. Gona, what is that like for you? And could you describe that you know, to <laughs> yeah. really feel so passionately about something where it's you're giving it your all? It's a it, there's a physicality to art, and whether that be like a mental pull or an emotional pull um, for me, and physical pull, it's all of the above. Um, for my personal art, I, I like to paint on the floor. I like to be able to move around like, kind of like a monkey. I'm like jumping all over the place, <laughs> splattering paint. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, I like to have movement. I like to be able to look at everything from all sides and kind of just see what I'm doing and just really get into um, the brush strokes and you know what I'm doing with the paint itself. And then for murals, um, that's a sport. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It really is. It is a full body experience um, because you are not only having the, um, you know, the mental and the emotional and just the, the impact and toll it takes for creating something and then doing it well mm -hmm. and um, doing it to the way. For me, I'm slight perfectionist only to myself. I'm very giving yeah. with others, <laughs> but then when it comes to me, I have the iron fist. Um, but it it's it's hard on your body you're climbing you know if it's big buildings you're climbing up and down ladders you're hauling paint all over the place you're working with heavy equipment you're working um, weird hours like a lot of the times I do all-nighters when I'm usually doing murals wow. um, and then I have day jobs so it's not a, I believe a lot of people think you know when they see artists all night that they're going home and sleeping sleep half the day, day. <laughs> yeah no <Wow. laughs> We all have, you know, responsibilities, and we're all, you know, if you have somebody who's an artist, that's their career. Mm -hmm. And so you're being pulled from, you know, your family, you're being pulled from, from time to create and time to do other things. And, um, you know, you're in the elements 
you don't know what you're dealing with. There's a lot of weather. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Texas. <laughs> There's a lot of weather, bugs, and predators. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. on where you're <laughs> at. Um, and it's just, I think, in, in general, um, having to put yourself out there in a way that, that encompasses your whole being, mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, and then doing it over and over mm-hmm. and over and over again, not only to uh, survive, mm-hmm. um, but to be who you are. Mm-hmm. And so it's intense. <laughs> it's an intense experience. So um, one of the things that we're also interested in knowing is not just the work that you do, but who you are as a person. Sure. And so if we were to ask you, how would you answer this question? Who is Stephanie Prosser? Ooh. Ooh <laughs> deep question. <laughs> oh, it's so hard. Um, you know, I think, like, one of the... Like, one of the titles I'm most proud of is being a mother. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, being younger and having a heart for service and then constantly having a heart for service Mm -hmm. and then finally getting the ultimate role Mm -hmm. (laughs) of serving. um, It really does, like, change who you are and change how you look at yourself. and so for me, I think it's all the qualities of like what you would see for a mom of strength. <laughs> that's kind of how I would describe myself. Um, that sounds really cocky. But it's weird. Like it's hard to describe. I, like I feel like for me, it's open. An open person mm-hmm. is kind of the thing. And I think as a mom, mm-hmm. in order to be um, you know, somebody who gives unconditional love mm-hmm. and who is able to stay strong in any circumstance, um, even if that means choosing to be weak. You know, I'm not telling everybody to go on the, the strength bone, <laughs> like in that way. But um, that kind of knowing that I can do these things, like, you know, like I said, my child was the first baby I ever held. You know, that's scared. That's real fear. Mm-hmm. Like, painting a mural compared to that. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like now as, as you know, I've matured and I'm further down um, in, in my career and in just my age and in knowing what it is I want to do. I think just being somebody that's open to ideas, somebody that's open to new experiences, mm-hmm. somebody that's open to meeting new people and just everything, like I've been really trying to get over fear mm-hmm. and anxiety and worry and just things that are useless. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're useless, <laughs> like for your life. And so in trying to push those out, I've been trying to replace that kind of thing mm-hmm. with openness yeah. and with, you know, the belief to, or the the lack of fear for failure because mm-hmm. I think that's where most people get caught up they don't I mean nobody wants to fail mm-hmm. but if we let that kind of get in the way then we're never gonna you know see who we can be right. so it seems um, that community commu- like building up the community 
and empowering people um, is really something that is really important to you and very, very passionate about. Um, can you speak to where that came from for you as an individual, where it comes from now, um, and how that continues to inform the things that you do? Yeah. And you've kind of hinted at it, but I want to give you an opportunity to say more. Well, um, for me, like as a younger person, I'm a military brat, mm-hmm. and I came to Abilene um, when I was eight. And when I came here, it was kind of a whole new world. I came from Spokane, Washington. Mm-hmm. And I was at Fairchild Air Force Base. And when I got here, it was just a different environment mm-hmm. altogether. And I talked differently. Yeah. Like, this isn't my real. <laughs> I've lost my northern accent. I was born in Maryland. Uh-huh. Um, but I was bullied when I was younger. And for me, it was like I'm a very feel like I feel people Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's empathetic or you know um, people take those I'm trying to think of those personality tests you know what I'm talking about oh yeah (laughs) feeling um, feeling something something I just I can like I I feel I feel very deeply um, for for people and just having the younger experience of um, not fitting in and being different um, and I tell this story when I speak at places, but when I came here, like I said, I was bullied, but art kind of saved me from that. Um, I was good at drawing, and kids would, you know, once I, kids saw me doodling or doing something artistic, they would say, oh, hey, could you, you know, draw Calvin and Hobbes on my book cover, Gar- draw me a Garfield, draw me, Looney yeah. Tunes were yeah. big, so I did a lot of Looney Tunes, <laughs> like, but it made kids connect with me and see mm-hmm. me as something than other than they what they saw me before wow. and I picked up on that and I think subconsciously because I really didn't realize until I started thinking about that kind of stuff later mm-hmm. um, but always I've always just had a heart for people who feel down or feel left out mm-hmm. or if I'm very much a person that wants everybody to be included um, because I know what it's like to, you know, not feel that way. Mm-hmm. I don't want anybody to ever feel that way. And two, when that happens, you're missing out on so many beautiful people mm-hmm. and so many beautiful things. Like we're meant to be connected. Mm-hmm. We're meant to, you know, fellowship and get together. And, um, and I think that if you don't, if, if you don't take the time to do that and create opportunities for that, mm-hmm. Um, and show other people that that's important, then everybody loses. Mm -hmm. And that's why, um, you know, that's something that's really important to me is is I want people to to be able to do what they do and do what they love and to feel good about it and feel good about themselves and want to make other people feel good about themselves Mm -hmm. and try stuff and do stuff. Um, It's just I feel like we're all meant to do that. So one of the things also that we were curious about, and you mentioned going to Abilene High and then moving to Denton and then coming back. Um, where would you say home is? Oh, home is definitely here for me um, because my parents are here, my family's here, my friends are here. Mm-hmm. Like I said, being a part of a community, I mean, Abilene's, Abilene's excellent. It's just, it's so good in collaborating and we're friendly 
and all of these things like we we forget about the positives mm -hmm. like a lot of the time and we don't like realize until you bring somebody else in from like out of town or whatever mm -hmm. from Abilene they're like like I recently had um, the Grand Prairie students come and do a mural on uh, Lone Star Electric and they were just like everybody's so friendly <laughs> <laughs> I was freaking them out <laughs> And so it's like, it's, we have like just incredible, incredible people here. And for me, moving out and moving away from Abilene, um, that was me buying into the hype. Hmm. Abilene's boring, I have mm -hmm. nothing to do. Um, also, I'm an artist, so I might have been slightly rebellious, maybe put my parents through some, th some <laughs> things. And I liked freedom a lot, so I wanted to, you know, fly the desk. Yeah. Um, but if the reason anybody's ever trying to go away from Abilene is because Abilene's too boring or there's nothing to do, then they're wrong. Yeah. I mean, that's just, you'll find out the hard way <laughs> <laughs> on your other journey. <laughs> we need to, I think that's that's part of um, the purpose of the podcast, just kind of add, add value where you are, kind of figuring mm -hmm. out, um, if you don't already know, how to dig in, you know, and that's just for, that's for Abilene, that's for any place, so it might be because if you know my mother used to always say my mom would always say if you're bored you're a boring person mm -hmm. and that boring is going to go with you everywhere you go yeah <laughs> yeah no that is that is for sure your yeah. mom is on point <laughs> so there's this game it's called questionable consumptions and that's not to say that you wait know, don't or, over explain it oh just uh, go with it just i haven't heard of the game it's like a real game that's out there we just made it up we just <laughs> made it up it's called Questionable Consumption, and basically, you have to describe what you've eaten today. No! Ooh. I sw I changed it. She did. She switched up the game. Oh, man. I had a good Let's one. go back. <laughs> let's go back. I mean, here's the thing. We can do both. We have all the time in the world. So let's start with, can you tell us what you've eaten today, everything that you've eaten today? In okay. 30 seconds or less. Oh, yeah, for yes. sure. <laughs> and after you do that, the questionable consumption part. Wait, does this count like drinks and stuff too? Like what yes. I've consumed, consumed? Anything your stomach has digested day? today. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So the after part. you tell us that, then the questionable consumptions part is actually tell us the strangest thing you've ever eaten. Ooh. Hmm. Your time starts now. Okay, well, today I've had probably like a gallon of Diet Mountain Dew. Oh. Nobody do my diet. <laughs> um, and I picked up Whataburger and went to my friend's work and we hung out and ate Whataburger. Nice. <laughs> um, and then I snagged some cookies before I came up here. Okay. So, What did you have at Whataburger? I had a chicken sandwich, grilled chicken sandwich. That's good. You did that in less than, you did that in 23. You're like asking the wrong person. <laughs> I literally usually don't have time or eat breakfast. Get out of the house, shove some weird stuff that's in my car. Like oh my a few goodness. <laughs> Run to some meetings. Well, we call, I guess we call it questionable consumption. Um, if, if the question were asked to me, there would be some questionable things on the list. Oh. Most days, on most days, especially weekends. But... Some people, you know, it's just a fast and busy life, and, you know, it'll be like a granola bar and water. And yeah. Okay, and then the second part of the question is... Maybe we should share what we ate today. I was going to say, okay. but who's judging what's questionable? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows?
details, really. The fact that there is a question. The amount of Diet Mountain Dew, <laughs> Dew I drank today is definitely questionable. How, <laughs> how much would you say, if you could quantify it? Ooh, um, I don't know, like, both me and my husband, we were buying cases, like, left and right. Can I get a spot, like, a sponsorship out of it? I Should mean... <laughs> Mountain Dew will hook me up. Diet Mountain Dew. Possible, I do man. the Dew every day. <laughs> Today I ate, I drank I think probably about seven ounces of coffee. I can never finish my coffee, but I'll go and get two cups. It's just really random. Start some in the morning at home, then I have a little here at work. Uh, I ate half a Belvita. They have these soft baked Belvita, the granola bar deal. Oh, okay. I was thinking like the cheese bar. <laughs> And a lot of people hear, and I hear Velveeta, even though I know what I bought. I'm right. like, I'm going to eat some Velveeta and still yeah. think cheese. Anyways, so there's that. I had some, I had a turkey sandwich, just, just a regular old plain turkey sandwich. And then I got a Campbell's soup. Um, Campbell's in a can. Oh. And I heated it up at work and ate that for lunch in my car. <laughs> on an errand. And then I think that's what I ate today. I had a chocolate, a Hershey's, like, it's got the almonds and the toffee in it. That was real good. Nice. And usually, I like that toffee. Usually my day is a little bit more questionable than that. And I'll just, I'll just leave that there. <laughs> Did you know the game was happening later in the I, afternoon? I, I forgot that this was the game we were going to play, but I'm also trying to fix some things in my life. So. <laughs> well, always repenting. Um... I did not have a very good meal day. I mean, I had a little bit of water, then I ate some brown rice and broccoli, had a little chicken in there, and that's about it. I don't know. I haven't been eating really well, but... That sounds like a good meal, though. The, good, the meal that you had was a good meal. Well, I'm, well, as in enough. I think I'm eating, like, less than I need to be. That's probably why I'm always tired, so I need to, like, get my life it's together, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're all busy people. Right? <laughs> Um, so we kind of just wanted to ask you all those questions, but one of the things we also wanted to do toward the end is give you an opportunity to let people know how they can reach you, yeah. to let people know what some of the things that you're involved in, um, and um, one of the things we know is that, at least according to Facebook, you have an event coming up on May 19th, and so if you want to kind of shout that out and talk about that, but the floor is yours. You can find us on our Facebook page. You can also find us on our website. Uh, it's org, and that'll probably change here in the near future to like .com. Um, but if you want to find us, look us up on Facebook. That stays more current. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see. Well, we have Calf Festival coming up, and uh, that's June. May 19th is actually, for me, um, as an artist, is that what you're talking about? Mm -hmm. A creative... Yeah, I'm going to be speaking um, for the Creative Arts Club, and that's at Studio 13. But just a great group of artists there, uh, seriously, seriously awesome. talented people, so I'm really excited to get to talk to them. And the Creative Arts Club is um, doing great things for artists, and so I think it's going to be really exciting. I'll be talking about how to purpose think a little bit, and more like mural work and kind of mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, and then... Pop Inc. will be out at the CAF Festival for the entirety of the CAF Festival. Uh, we'll be parked outside of the um, 
Wimbledon Convention Center, mm -hmm. and we'll be doing chalk art on the like front entrance, like sidewalks. Fun. I think I saw the, some, some pictures of you doing Yeah, that. we did it last year, um, and they loved it, and we loved it. It was great. The community, like all the kids loved it, and got out and got involved. Um, we have the Pop Inc. Uh, art gallery, mobile art gallery and studio that we just created, mm -hmm. which is kind of like, I call it a food truck, but with art. How cool <laughs> is that? That's um, awesome. And so that, we'll have that out there and do some workshops and stuff out of that, um, doing the chalk art and just kind of connecting with people and definitely celebrating the, the festival and Oliver Jeffers. It's, it's going to be really fun. Awesome. Can I give a shout out to my sponsors? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> We've had so many, but definitely for the mural project, I want to give a shout out to Sherwin-Williams on mm -hmm. Highway 351 because we literally can't do anything without them. They've been such a blessing. Mm -hmm. um, they're so cool. Firehouse Fitness, Tim Smith, Tim and Pamela Smith, mm -hmm. they have been so great and supportive. Um, Abilene Glass and Mirror, Brandon Nelson, just incredible, incredible people. We couldn't do the mural project without them. Um, Accent Coatings, they, same thing, just, we just really had some, um, some really, really dedicated sponsors and people that believe in the same mission and believe in this town and community and believe in connection. And it's just super encouraging to see, so I always want to try to throw them out there um, so that people know, people need to know that there's support out there, that businesses do want to connect with you. And especially for artists, it doesn't matter what type of art you do, like people really are interested. You just yeah. kind of have to show them who you are. We want to thank Stephanie Prosser so much for coming in and chatting with us about her new projects, her recent projects, and all the wonderful things she's doing for Abilene. All right, praise report time. So praise report is basically about thanking God, thankfulness, gratitude. What are you most thankful for this week or over the past couple of days? I'll tell you about mine orientation y'all know orientation is just a twice weekly thing in my life uh, last a couple hours and I put a lot of energy and time and thought into how I go into orientation uh, basically just a room full of people facilitate a, a learning moment for folks and this morning I was happy healthy and hydrated I had a banana and a granola bar some water some coffee and I was and it was good and I'm just thankful for that thankful for a good Morning. Yeah. Always thankful for a good morning. For good for good days, good mornings, and all those good things. Yeah. Buddy, what are you? What's your praise report? Well, my praise report is super ridiculous, but it's really important <laughs> to me. So I'm just really thankful for paprika. I just feel like this has like just really improved my lifestyle. I've really upgraded who I am, and my cooking game has stepped up. Uh, my cabbage tastes better. My meat tastes better. My everything, stir fry, you name it. And for people like me who don't know how to cook, you know, paprika can really just step up your game. And so I'm just really thankful for this spice. And <laughs> that's my price for the week. So we're curious about what you're most thankful for. You can let us know on Podcast at gmail.com or hit us on Instagram at Podcast. As always, thank you so much for joining us. Remember to subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Leave us some feedback. Buddy, we did it. Woohoo!